Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Polis Priorities. These are the priorities for the 5th of August, 2020, and I'll also be going over the uh, the FOCs due on the 3rd. Uh, and now I... And the 2nd, uh, I have to paraphrase there. Um, <laughs> I'll get into that in a second. So, it's August now. Uh, we still have comic books. That's a good thing. Uh, not much is really going to change in August, it seems. Uh, maybe you'll just get used to seeing the number eight more often. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's, uh, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Before I get into the FOCs and the, uh, the, the books that are due to release next Wednesday or Tuesday, fucking DC, man. DC just has to go and make things just that much more difficult. Now, explain. Well, let me. FOCs, as I have been saying, are due on Mondays. Monday evenings. That's when Diamond wants their shit. Well, DC's not a part of Diamond anymore, so DC gets to make up their own fucking rules. Now they want them due on Sundays. That is shitty for shops. That is shitty for uh, consumers and readers. Because, fuck man, we're all on a schedule. We're on a schedule. It's Wednesdays. It's Mondays. Those are the days of the week the comic book people are supposed to know. Now we're supposed to know all of the days of the week. We're just supposed to have have every day of the week is have, supposed to have importance in comic books now. Go fuck yourselves, DC. I love your comics, but I hate your fucking business m- methods, and you are, really are. It's like you're trying to make it easier for people to read your books digitally than get them in print. And you don't, you took your ball out of the sandbox, and now uh, you don't want anybody else to play either because you, you will seem like a failure otherwise. But if you're the one that tumbles over the fucking goddamn thing, then you don't really look like the failure as much as you do the bully. And I guess you're you're you'd be you'd be you're more comfortable sleeping knowing that you're the bully. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. But DC, uh, I'll say it again. Go fuck yourselves. But y'all keep putting out those good books. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've got no disrespect to any, you know, any of the creators or anything like that. You know, they're out there just fucking telling their stories. They have, they don't give a fuck when the books come out. They they have no control. Let's put it that way. They probably do give a fuck. But yeah, man. Uh, now, why why is it such a big deal? Well, as I have been saying for some time now, the FOCs are ever so important, more important now than they've ever been. Comic books are being printed at a lower rate than ever before, and with the uncertainty of the lifeline of the new, or the, the new, the direct market for new books, I mean, it's, uh, it makes it difficult. I mean, it's becoming more and more difficult for the consumers to get your books. I'm sure you've noticed, like, I would imagine the, the shops that are, you know, trying to figure out how to stay alive are ordering fewer books for the, the shelf and more focusing on the, well, pre-orders. 
And that's what this FOC is all about, man. If you're finding that you have to go to eBay on Wednesday evening to get books that came out that day, uh, well, that's because you don't listen to me. <laughs> that's what it is. If you have to buy a book on eBay on Wednesday that just came out, then this, I have no pity for you. Uh, you should be listening more to this podcast, or at least listening and not just hearing it. You hear me? Or maybe you should be hearing and not just listening. How does that go? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know words, man. So, let's, uh, shall we? Shall we? Let's talk about comics. Let's talk about comics that we have to have ordered now by... Well, no, these are all the... St- the I'm, I'm, I'm going to save DC for last. Let's just, you know, save the confusion for last part i guess let's talk vault comics man vault comics keeping it smooth we've got engine ward number two there's two covers to choose from there and they're also reprinting number one second printing so that's badass i just now got engine ward in the mail uh for whatever reason my shop was shorted engine ward it's not that i didn't pre-order it it was just shorted so I had to, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't wait for it to come. It's coming. It's coming. I paid for it. It's coming. But I needed it now. And I found a place and I got it. So my, my other copy, I will have two copies is what I'm saying. My other copy just showed up. I'm pumped to read it. Now engine board number two on the pre-order. Uh, from Vault, we go to Valiant, naturally. Uh, we've got Doctor Tomorrow, number five. This is the five-part mini-series coming to an end. There be three covers to choose from there. Uh, from Valiant, we go to Scout. Scoot on up to Scout, and we've got a couple of second printings here. Now, here, normally I'm not too big on, you know, promoting the second printings, but uh, for speculators, well, honestly, the thing is, is... <laughs> Once again, not enough people pre-ordered this book, and then it came out, and people realized that this book is fucking dope. So, uh, It Eats What Feeds It, number one, has gone into a second printing, and Murder Hobo Beaten Broken and Buggered, number one, has also gone into a second printing. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm fucking pumped. (laughs) I'm fucking pumped. Uh, I, I just, uh, I'm gonna get the second printings too. I know this, these books are already talked about and huge and on account of, well, me doing an auction now. And that's right. If you were not aware, Cheers to Comics podcast is also a Cheers to Comics auction on Mondays and Thursdays. So if you're looking to get books, I've got books of all ages, books of yesterday, books of yesteryear. I just made that up. Uh, so yeah, no, and there's a good chance that I might have ordered extra copies of Murder Hobo, maybe? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, no, nothing new from Scout, but once again, second chances, second chances. From Oni Press, we've got Agratsuko, number six, don't know what that is, and, uh, Kaiju Max, season five, number four. And then we've also got Rogue Planet, number four, this is a Cullen Bun whore. Now here's the deal, uh... What? Never mind. I hope Rogue Planet comes at the right time for you. Once again, my shop was shipped. Number one and number two came out at the same time. My shop was shipped number two and no number one. So I haven't got to start it yet. Oh, here I'm talking about number four and I still don't have number one. See, this is what I mean, guys. The Sure, the, 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 there's comics still being produced. But the manner in which people are able to get them is still severely fucking limited right now. Like, this is this is ridiculous that Diamond can't get their fucking bullshit straight. You think they'd want to do better to try to show DC and Luna and uh, all uh, Midtown? You know what? Fucking you guys ain't shit. Well, it turns out seemingly like both of them ain't shit. And this is why I'm saying, guys, I uh, buy a tablet. Uh, I don't. Uh, hmm. Y'all know I don't like digital reading. Y'all know that. But I'm just saying. It's, there's going to be a day here, any day now, where we're going to not be talking about large print books anymore. And it's all going to be so, small print. And even though I'm talking about small print right now, I'm just saying, like, the, the people in charge of distributing them uh, won't be... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go on that tangent again. Let's move up to Aftershock, huh? Let's do that. Let's just talk some Aftershock FOCs. We've got God Killers number five. I've got God Killers on my pull list. Read the first couple issues and I was like, "What?" Uh, <laughs> I 
I'm just gonna keep it going. I'm a little behind, but I'll get there. And we've got the man who fucked up time number five. This is wrapping it up. This is awesome. John Lehman and Carl Mostert. Badassedness. So, you know, you're going to want to make sure you have those on your pull list. Let's go up to Boom from Boom Studios. Let's see here. Make sure you get your orders in for Angel and Spike. Three covers to choose from there. Ghosted in LA wraps up with issue 12. Two covers to choose from there. Uh, let's see. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 53. There's an A cover and there is an awesome foil cover again. Ooh, this one's not really a helmet. This is more of like a midsection. It's a White Ranger for sure because it's got, you know, the tiger dagger. Uh, wow, fuck. Why can't I remember? Raw? Is that its name? Shit. I was just, oh, I feel like an idiot. Wicked Things, number four. Two covers to choose from there. And Wind, number three of five. All due by Monday. From Dynamite. Let's see here. I'm going to be a little picky with Dynamite. Because, you know, that's how I am with Dynamite. Uh, the Boys, Dear Becky, number four. There are uh, three covers to choose from there. Let's see. Ooh, and one of them. Uh, this is, none of these say FOC. These just say premium limited edition. So there's a, a regular cover, a black and white cover with the trade dress, and then a uh, uh, a C cover, the Virgin. It's all Derek Robertson art. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys know I'm not all about that Red Sonia, but I am all about that John Lehman and that Mars Attacks. So we got ourselves that crossover that I've been kind of talking about. Um, actually, even John Lehman teased it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mars Attacks, Red Sony, number one. There are one, two, three, four, five, a fuck ton of covers. And, uh, yeah, then a bunch of Amparella and shit, too. Fuck ton of covers on the... Wow. Right on. Cool. From As there usually is. My thing he turned off. Let's see here. From Dynamite, we go to Adidabia. Adidabia, we've got... Oh, yeah, make sure... And I, I urge you on this one, guys. Make sure you order Canto Clue, Canto Clue, Canto Two Hollow Men. This is number one of the five-part miniseries. This is the second volume. We had Canto, and then we had Canto and the Clockwork Fairies. Little one-shot to keep us satisfied. And now Canto's on to his next big journey with the. Uh, <laughs> Whew, it looks like there's just one cover to choose from there, but I'm sure that there's a... At least it's being uh, advertised in previews. There's got to be some incentive covers out there. I need to get my hands on them. Gotsta. Uh, lock and key, impale battalions go. What? Number one of two. Okay, I don't know what that is, but there you go. Lock and key stuff, right? Sleeping Beauties, number three of ten. A uh, little Star Trek Hell's Mirror. One cover to choose from there. Uh, the TMNT ongoing, so make sure you get on your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. One number 108's coming out. Or due, is what I mean to say. It's due by Monday. And then Osage Yojimbo, number 12. There you go. From IDW, we go to Image to wrap up the indies. Uh, we've got Black Magic, number uh, 13. Uh, yeah, I don't really read Black Magic. I don't know anything about it. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of magic revolving stories, for the most part. That's not always the case, but usually when magic's in the title, I'm not gonna... Especially when it's spelled wrong. I don't know, it's just... I'm kidding, I'm kidding on that second part. But, yeah, magic stuff's usually not my thing. Uh, Bliss, number two of eight. You guys need to get on this book. It's gonna blow the fuck up. This series is going to be huge, I'm telling you. Uh, that first issue, this is just, this is that one of them feeling books. It makes you feel things, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's not superheroes by no means. The fuck is this? Bomb Queen Trump card number one. Oh, goody. It's got a literal playing card with Trump on it. What the fuck is this? I gotta know. Jimmy Robertson, mm -hmm. yeah, he's working on that one by himself, I bet. It's 2024, and supervillain Bomb Queen wants to stop Donald Trump from becoming the president for life. 
Okay. Her plan? Campaign against Trump, steal his voter base, and lay bare America's dark underbelly in the process. Uh, all right. Right on. Uh, I mean, if there was ever a way to divide your readers, uh, you did it there, Jimmy G. Robinson. <laughs> Uh, neat. Chew number two. Oh yeah, that's chew with a U. Number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking a, dude. Like, why are you? <laughs> yeah. Ob this is an obvious order. If if you miss chew number one, don't fucking miss out on chew number two. Cause I'm telling you, telling you. Uh, dead body road, bad blood. Number three of six. Looks like one cover there. Family Tree, number eight. Ooh, Philadelphia, number seven. There's a Scotty Young variant on that one as well. Imagine, just imagine, Scotty Young doing a Philadelphia variant. Just imagine that. Uh, do Monday, guys. Do Monday. Get your listen. Uh, Mercy and Dolpho Mer- oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Murky. What? Fuck it. Mercy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mercy, number five. There you go. Uh, two covers to choose from there. A nail biter returns number four. It looks like just one cover there. Nomen Omen number eight of the fifteen-part maxi series. One, two, three covers to choose from there. And they got a Pride Month variant on that one. Oh, late to the punch, huh? Was it fucking August? Oh well, I guess yeah. Okay, Corona. I get it. Uh, out. Yeah, things are still delayed. Outcast number. four. 46. Yeah, 46. It, Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, cool. Uh, Spawn 309. Three covers to choose from. Do Monday. Stray Bullets is back. Uh, Stray Bullets, Sunshine and Roses, number 42. Uh, Tartarus, number 5. Two covers to choose from there. And that Texas Blood, number 3. Uh, and lastly, but not leastly, from the Indies and Image Comics, we've got Unearth, number seven. Uh, right on, man. Right on. Bunch of great Indies. Make sure you fucking order these books. It's most important to order the Indies. Uh, Pre-order the Indies because, you know, yeah, I'm just saying. Just saying. There's a less likely chance that an Indie gets put into a second printing than a big two book. Just saying. Uh, so let's move on to Marvel Comics. From um, Marvel Comics, we have... Uh, f let's see, Forceworks 2020, number three. There we go. Uh, 2020, I, Wolverine, number two. One, two covers to choose from there. Arrow, number ten. Arrow's starting to kind of blow up with the... There's things. There's things going on. Uh, works of, talks of movies or something, I don't know. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 47. So if you're jumping on Amazing Spider-Man on issue 47, make sure you add it to your pull list now. Oh, the Daredevil annuals do. This is going to be a big one because it's got the first story revolving around uh, uh, Matthew Murdoch's brother. It's a solo story revolving around him. What's his name? I'll call him Marty. Uh... <laughs> Uh, well, it looks like a couple of covers to choose from. Uh, Empire Avengers, number three. Do, let's see, we got one, two covers to choose from. And we've got the Empire Captain America tie-in, the third issue there. One, two covers to choose from there. Oh, good, you guys are down to just two fucking variants. Uh, number three, ugh. Sorry, I, I don't, Marvel's right back to their ways of, Overproducing variant covers to boost numbers or to boost sales. Uh, I hope Marvel realizes that most people aren't actually reading these books. They're buying the fucking cover art. Um, did I say it all on? Fuck, I guess I did. There's no turning back now. Can never edit that out. Fantastic Four antithesis. And oh, I thought I was gonna name it, nail it, antithesis. I think that's right. Number one of four. What the fuck is that? Ah, we'll just go with it. Just fucking, we'll talk about it when it's due, I guess. When it's ready to come out. But in the meantime, just letting you know. Ah, no, now's a better time. Now's a better time. And it's Mark Wade. It's 
Neil Adams and Arthur Adams on the cover. Okay, so the first full-length Fantastic Four story ever illustrated by classic creator Neil Adams. <sighs> An unstoppable me meteor of unknown origin has erupted in the highest bit. Fucking really? They gotta do this shit again? Ugh, Neil Adams makes everything bad. Uh, Ghost Spider number 10. That's right, Ghost Spider's back in print. Back in print. Marvel said, never mind. This digital only shit isn't working. Here's number 10. Flip through it, bitches. Uh, Hellions number 3. Iron Man 2020 number 6. Oh, it's wrapping up, guys. It's wrapping up. Uh, four covers to choose from there. Spider-Man Noir number 3. Star Wars Doctor Afro. Uh oh. Number three. Uh, Strange Academy number one is going into a third printing. What? Thor number two is going into a fourth printing. What? I mean, I get it. I get it. The fact that Strange Academy number one sat on the shelf as long as it did at my local comic book store is mind blowing. Because I I pre-ordered it. I picked it up. I read it the first day, and I was like, this is awesome. And now I'll wait for people to talk about it. I don't know why I didn't go through and just fucking buy all the copies. You know, I mean, I won't do that on the first week or whatever. But the fact that it was like, I don't know, after COVID opened up. And three weeks after the shop opened up again, there were still Strange Academy books on the shelf. So, I was too stupid to pick more up. Uh, and now these books blowing up as well as it should be. Uh, X-Factor number 2, make sure you get your order in for that. X-Men number 11, looks like it's tying into Empire still. Uh, X-Men God Loves Man Kills Extended Cut number 2. See? Things move. This was on it last week. Apparently it was, uh, yeah. Like I said, and keep in mind, I guess I don't say this, uh, but when, when I record this podcast... And a lot of times for you early listeners, when it goes up, for uh, as soon as it goes up, the, the FOCs aren't exactly finalized, so there are things changed. So you may hear me repeat things from week to week just because I decided, oh, we're not ready for that yet. But I'm still giving you the opportunity now, just in case. So that wraps up Marvel Comics. Now let's, uh, let's talk the DC FOCs. Now these are the ones that you have to have in by Sunday. By Sunday, so let's uh, let's let's get into this. Fuck it. Where did they go? There it is. Uh, let's see here. Do Sunday is Action Comics number ten twenty four. Uh, and I will just go ahead and say for most of these books, just to uh, refrain from repetition, almost all of them have only two covers to choose from. So there's Action Comics number ten twenty four. Uh, Amethyst, number five. I don't know why they're doing that book. Batgirl, number 48. Now, this is a Joker War tie-in. I kind of feel like getting into that. Uh, Batman Beyond, number 46. You know I'm all about that. Batman Superman, number 11. Obviously. Uh, Books of Magic, number 22. So, for all you, uh, Sandman readers... Detective Comics number 1026, and you know I'm all about the Bermejo cardstock variant. God damn. Uh, Flash number 760. There's an awesome B cover on that one as well. Ooh, Hellblazer Rise and Fall number one. This is a. What is this? I don't know if this is a black label or not. Um, yeah, Hellblazer Rise and Fall number one of three. Sweet. I have no information on that, unfortunately. Uh, Justice League Dark, number 25. Fuck, all of these books are on my pull list. Uh, Legion of Superheroes, number 8. Plunge, number 6. Ooh, I think that's like one of the last... I think, is that going to wrap up all of the... the Hill House horror comics that are going on right now? I believe so. I think Plunge was the last one. No, we're getting close to it, for sure. Red Hood Outlaw, number 48. Shazam, number 14. It's good to see that book's back on track and being on time again. Strange Adventures, number 5. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for all 12 issues of that to come out so I can understand it. Not once a month. 
<laughs> there are some books I would just rather be weekly. Suicide Squad, number eight. There's a dope-ass Jeremy Roberts variant on that as well. I am ready to I almost officially say that Suicide Squad is DC's best ongoing now. Like, I do believe I called as soon as I heard that Tom Taylor was doing a Suicide Squad relaunch. I said, watch, you'll see. Suicide Squad's going to be m better reviewed than Batman uh, within 10 issues. You'll see. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there. Uh, let's see, from Suicide Squad, we got a Teen Titans annual, number two. And to wrap up the FOCs due for DC on Sunday... Are uh, you confused yet? Wonder Woman number 761. And make sure you get your Joshua Middleton variant. Am I right? So, uh, well, guys, I'm not going to keep repeating myself when I say FOCs are important, but I'm going to repeat myself and say FOCs are important. I lied. Uh, before I get into the books that you can expect in your pull list, in your pull boxes, this next Wednesday, I'm going to take me a little breaky-poo. I want you to check out some awesome advertisements. One of which is from fucking the amazing hashtag the apocalypse uh, group that I'm proud to say that I started. So, uh, yeah, man. I'll be right back. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the, the Grief Reader Podcast. Podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of, of course, course you, you do. do. Wait, wait. Is that us? Did you check that? There's comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast! Fuck. No, 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 no. I'd panic. That was, that was <laughs> All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm more ready to talk about next week's books that you sh I would say expect to see on shelves, but I don't know if that's a true statement anymore. But I can say expect to see in your poll boxes if you pre-ordered them. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's do this. Um, Vault Comics, Finger Guns, number four, pew pew, uh, two covers, which one did you get? Uh, okay, uh, I guess I will say this, maybe you do have ways to get books that aren't in your pull list, so I won't completely treat it like, <laughs> there, there's no way, maybe it's just my experience right now, but I know that my shop's staying smart and staying alive by not ordering an abundance of stuff. So, uh, Finger Guns, number four. A couple of covers to choose from there. Uh, Heathen, number 12. I just like the name of that book. It sounds cool. Uh, Money Shot, number seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't believe this series is still going. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all. It's, it seemed like it'd be something fit for a miniseries, but son of a bitch. You know? You know, it's about scientists that really don't have a whole lot of money. So to fund their science projects, they bang on screen porno style for money. It's a lot of fun. Scientists banging in space. And we got a number one here. There are four variants or four covers to choose from here. Uh, we've got Vampire the Masquerade number one. The first, it's, it's a Tim Seeley book, so let's see. From the internationally best-selling World of Darkness universe, Vault brings readers a brand new vampire, the Masquerade comic series, Winter's Teeth. When Cecily Bryan, a courier for the Twin Cities Camarilla, Camarilla, takes a mysterious younger vampire under her wing, she's dragged into an insidious conspiracy. That's a fun thing to say, insidious conspiracy, insidious conspiracy. I got a new warm-up thingy. Uh, will she be able to escape with her <laughs> unlife and protect her aging Alzheimer's-afflicted sister? So many things going on here. Or will she be yet another pawn sacrificed to the masquerade? Uh, and then meanwhile, an anarch coterie, courtier, uh, investigates a mysterious killing. There's so much going on here, Tim Seeley. How do you do it? Oh, because you have the help of Teeny Howard and Blake Howard as well. Obviously. Fucking A, man. I, I'm telling you what, I really love that cover A being a super Sandman homage type of cover. This is good shit. I'm not in, like, I'm really not into vampires and shit, to be honest. You know, you probably heard me say that. It takes a lot to get me into a, a vampire book. But... But, I don't know, I just might give this a try. 
You know, sometimes a creator can sell you on something you might not totally be into. I mean, Kelly Thompson sold me on fucking Captain Marvel. I hated Captain Marvel, and I was like, well, Kelly Thompson's doing it now, and she's never really failed me, and then boom. Hasn't really failed me on Captain Marvel. Now, Tim Seeley hasn't really failed me, so here we go, man. I might get into that. I might get into that. Let's shut the fuck up out of vault, and uh, <laughs> that took us a long time. Talk Scout. Scoot on up to Scout. I gotta say it twice now. Adventures of Byron Comic Capers, a one-shot. What the fuck is this? Chris Hammer? Get ready for another amazing one-shot featuring everyone's new favorite monsters. That's presumptuous. Uh, what happens when our monster pals find themselves swimming in the deep end of a boredom pool? Have no fear. A couple of blank pages, some pencils, and their wildest untamed imaginations are all they need to save the day. Join Byron, Oswald, and Paxton as they embark on an exciting tale that spans the globe. And beyond. And beyond the globe, whoa. Uh, an all-ages short story. That's what I was looking for there. An all-ages short story about three monster pals exploring the strangest depths of their individual creativity. Individual creativity. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. I like Scout. I don't like it. Uh, Gut Ghost Trouble with Sawbuck Skeleton Society. Look at that. Two covers to choose from, one of which... Well, let's, let's put it this way. One of which, your cover A, is a Mike Mignola cover. Awesome, right? And uh, the second one, Badass Glow-in-the-Dark cover. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, guys. Guess what? Guess what? It's fucking Metal Shark Bro time. Metal Shark Bro, Volume 2, Number 1, Assault on Hamzig Island. Uh, yeah, so this is fucking, alright, I just talked to Bob France and Kevin Cuff, they're gonna be on the show on Monday, I reckon, um, so stay tuned for that on Monday, and then I already did the trade negotiations of volume two, so um, if you listen to that, some things might have been spoiled, but at the same time, there's no way, I could have said, I, if I would have spent three hours on that, I couldn't have spoiled everything, because there's just so much to enjoy. Trust me on that. So the thing is, is Metal Shark Bro is one of my favorite things to ever happen to comics. And uh, they're putting out issue one, and then they'll put out the complete trade. All four chapters, all combined together. So there you go, man. Fucking get on this. Get on it. And I know that Scout.com also has some badass exclusive variants as well. Mm-hmm. One of which I already have. Uh, and I also have the trade as well because of Kickstarter, but you all knew that. And Stabity Bunny number 11. You know, I don't know much about Stabity Bunny, but I do know that I really like saying Stabity Bunny. Um, I'm going to try to find more excuses to say Stabity Bunny throughout my day. It's my, uh, it's my mid eighth month, or let's see, what was it, three, four, four, eight. Yeah, uh, trimester, or th third trimester resolution. There we go, math and months. Third trimester resolution, because that's a thing, right? I'm going to start saying stabity bunny more often. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm go to Oni Press. Jesus, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, the Agretsuko, number five, is coming out. Two covers to choose from. Backtrack, number five. Don't know what backtrack is, but that's coming out. Fifth issue. And then we've got Rick and Morty Presents Bird Person number one. Fucking badass one shot, I would imagine. Two covers to choose from. And uh, yes, I would assume I pre-ordered that one. It was on the FOC a long, long time ago. So, And I ordered it before the FOC was due. I like ordered this so long ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope. I hope. I know I saw it so long ago and thought, well, it'd be stupid if I didn't order that. Bird person's my favorite Rick and Morty character is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Antarctic Press. Don't mind the stutter. Uh, uh, Patriotica number one. So I don't know what this is. Let's learn together. Uh, Patriotica number one. There's two covers to choose from there. It's Ron Z and Antipas. Okay. Uh, I... 
Hmm. All right. So the powers of a god, the troubles of a team. No. The goddess Athena, namesake descendant of the first Athena, has come to Earth to save it from invaders out of myth, but the very power that originally banished the gods is snapping her life force, too. Fuck, stop me if you've heard this one. To survive, she must reluctantly bond with a human, a scrawny college student named Aaron. Together, they transform into the mighty Patriotica to fight gods and monsters, protect and rally the military, and deal with the campus social life. There you go. And Teether, number four from Antarctic Press. Fuck, these covers give me chills. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the four-parter wrapping up. Uh, shout out to you, Mr. Artist. Who are you, Mr. Artist? Dave Hutchinson. Uh, he's also the writer. What a, what a talent. Like, I, I legit... That, uh, that, that is legit terrifying. Ugh. I think I have this reaction every single time I bring up that book. I gotta stop blowing up that cover. Uh, Action Lab Danger Zone. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, we got ourselves a little whore. Sweetheart number three. Yeah, digging the shit out of Sweetheart, man. Fucking awesome series. Awesome little horror series. It's just a five-parter. Not a big investment, but an investment worthwhile nonetheless. And then there's Zombie Trap with Zombie Tramp. Zombie Tramp. <laughs> and there's like 72,000 covers to choose from, as they tend to do with that book. Um, ask me how I feel about Zombie Tramp. Well, honestly, I feel about Zombie Tramp the same way I feel about all books that really only sold off of uh, sexuality, and then they portray that version of sexuality 18 different times uh, to sell books. I mean, I get it, but you guys got to know that no one's reading your books, right? You're you're catering to... uh, a certain group of people, none of which I am judging. I mean, I'm not judging anybody that picks up Zombie Tramp, but I'm just saying, odds are you're probably not reading it. You're collecting it for the nudity. Um, judge not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go to Boom. Let's go Boom. Boom Studios. We've got Bumpy, Bumpy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number sixteen. Three covers to choose from there, and then we've got Jim Henson's Storyteller Ghosts. Number four of the four-part miniseries wrapping up. Uh, three covers to choose from, but one of which only available if you ordered through the FOCs. Uh, King of Nowhere, number four of five. Two covers to choose from there. And, oh, I take that back. Three covers to choose from, one of which is the uh, um, uh, FOC as well. So, yeah. And then that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 52nd printing. Is that on that cover? Is that supposed to be Tommy? Is that like a future Tommy? What's going on there? That could be a super key book. I'm going to be looking out for that one. I re- Ugh, man, I'm, so, I don't order pre-order a lot of second printings, so I might have fucking missed it. I might have missed it. I'm a victim of my own, you know, I mean, we, no one's perfect. Even I miss books too, guys. I'm not saying if you go to have to go to eBay, you're a piece of shit. Uh, but it's avoidable is what I am saying. Um, IDW, let's do IDW. Uh, Crow Lethe? Leth? Number three. Um... Let's see, two covers to choose from there, but why would they make a, um, why would they make a variant if they're going to make make the Peach Momoko cover the cover A? That's the new hot artist right now, apparently. Uh, not really my flavor of art, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I'm not saying it's not good, it's just not, I don't, it's, uh, it doesn't appeal to my personal taste. That's all. That's all. Um, I also... Th- think a lot of Van Gogh's work is shit, if that gives you any idea. 
So, um, yeah, fucking Peach Momoko, anything you can get there is big, big, big. And Crow Lethe, fucking cover price, bam. And G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 273. Uh, okay. So normally I'm not really all about these Marvel action books. But something tells me that number 11 in Marvel Action Avengers may result in being a first appearance, possibly. With issue 10 being a cameo appearance of a Yellow Hulk. I kind of wonder if maybe we're going to get... A, uh, a yellow hulk in this one. I'm going to have it on my pull list until it happens. Is really what, what I'm trying to say here. Uh, let's see here. Then there's My Little Pony Transformers crossover. You heard that right. That's not two different books. It's My Little Pony's Transformers. Number one of four. Uh, Narcos. Number three of four. Uh, IDW is coming big this week. Uh, Ragnarok, Breaking of Helheim, number six. Read Only Memories, number four, wrapping up. Uh, two covers to choose from. Star Trek, year five, number 13. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, Adventures, Clone Wars, number three of five. And then uh, Yusagi Yojimbo, number 11. Yusagi Yojimbo, number 11. I'm making everything a song today. Uh, Alright, let's go from IDW to Dark Horse. Did you say Dark Horse? It's been a while since I've said Dark Horse without that being followed by nothing from them this week. Well, uh, they are still producing Alien books for a tiny, tiny bit until Marvel obtains that license completely. And then I'm saying after that, there will be no more Dark Horse comics being produced. They're going to be only producing the hardcover game books, the video game books, and shit like that, because that's where they're making all their money right now. Dark Horse is doing better than most comic book companies right now because of the hardcover books that weren't really super popular in the comic book community. They just have distribution rights to, like, Halo and shit like that. So, yeah. Uh, they also had Alien, and I think they had, like, Stranger Things and all that, but, you know, Stranger Things is... Wrapped up and done, I believe. So we're going to get Alien number one, the original screenplay uh, from Dan O'Bannon. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. So this will probably be one of uh, Dark Horse's last Alien projects they ever do. So even for the sake of history, probably worth picking up if you can get your hands on it. Uh, that's it from Dark Horse. And let's talk Image Comics. Bunch of Image coming out. We've got Coffin Bound, number five. That series continues. We've got a new one from uh, Robert Kirkman. We've got Firepower, number one. I'll explain what Firepower is again. <clears throat> the one who wields the Firepower is destined to save the world, but Owen Johnson has, has turned his back on that life. He doesn't want the power. He never did. He only wants to spend time with his family and live his life, but unseen forces are at work to make that impossible. Danger lurks around every corner as Owen's past comes back to haunt him. Yeah, cool. Uh, this non-free comic book day version will have an increased ca page count. 44 pages. Oh yeah, it was supposed to come out on fucking free comic book day and shit, but no. Probably, I, I, mean, I would imagine this is definitely a book worth picking up. Uh, at least maybe even for speculation's sake, but, um, uh, yeah. We got Damn Virgin Brides, number two. That's some Jason Aaron goodness. Ice Cream Man, number 20. Been waiting for this one. Two badass covers to choose from there. Uh, Lucy Claire Redemption, number five. Two covers to choose from. Mercy, number three of six. Oh, it's a fucking second printing. Uh, more second printings on the Negan. On the stump, number four. I guess I could, you know, this book's probably going to be hot. Negan Lives, number one, did go into a second printing, even though there's still a fucking thousand trillion unsold copies out there of the first printing, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess they got to do it again with the blue label, so fucking, there you go. Back to comeback. On the stump, number four, this is Badassness from Chuck Brown. Two covers to choose from. Pretty Violent, number eight. 
fun, crazy, gnarly, bloody series. One might say it's uh, pretty violent. Protector number five. Oh yeah, fucking Reaver number ten. I'm so stoked on Reaver. It's one of my favorite in, uh, image books right now. Sex Criminals is at issue number 30. There's two covers to choose from there, and you know one of them's gonna be thickthy and nudie and whatnot. And Undiscovered Country wraps up the indies, number 7. So, plenty of badass indie books to choose from next week. I highly suggest, if you're not into indies, give them a chance. Comics are more than just Marvel and DC. But on that note, let's talk Marvel and DC. Uh, coming out Wednesday, we've got Ant-Man number 4 of 5, so that series is back. And Avengers of the Wastelands, number 4 of 5. Uh, I'm, I'm picking it up for sure. I liked where what, what, what was set up with uh, Dead Man Logan at the end there. And, yeah, there's good shit for sure. This book's going to be key down the road, this, this series. There's going to be an important story, trust me. Black Cat number 12, or a couple of covers to choose from there. The second one, that Scon cover's badass. Captain America number 21, we got a Zombies variant on there. Uh, Deadpool number 6, fucking love Deadpool right now. Also a Zombie variant. Doctor Strange number 6. Alright, uh, Empire number 4. Fucking been a cool series so far, man, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. And, uh, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, uh, covers to choose from there. Lord. Uh, Empire Handbook, number one. You can imagine what that is. Empire X-Men, number two of four. Fucking sweet tie-in. Uh, so far, it's easily my favorite tie-in. The X-Men tie-in. If you listen to Wednesday's podcasts, oh, man. Dude, I'm so pumped. I I guess I didn't really go through it much um, because there was so much to go through, as I explained, but it's a fucking badass book. Two covers to choose from there. Fantastic Four, number 22. That is also tying into Empire. Looks like a couple of covers. Giant Size X-Men Phantom X, number one. You know they got to do at least two covers there. Um, be it, the B cover is pretty fucking rad. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number five. Um, <laughs> shit, I feel like it's been forever since I've read the the old GOTG. Lords of Empire, Celestial Messiah number one. Two covers to choose from there. Uh, probably just a little one shot from what I would imagine, but yeah, you know, it's another one of them Empire tie-ins, man. Some of them are hitters, some of them not so much. Uh more filling, but I guess, uh, if anything, they could almost, like, just add a synopsis of some of these things in the middle pages of one of the good tie-ins. I'm not saying this is going to be a bad tie-in. I'm not saying that, but, uh, and, yeah, I don't know. And just some of these books, when they're just like, hey, let's, let's try to scrape another four, eight bucks out of these people if they're into both covers and or, oh, I'm sorry, they're $5 price tags, $10. And, and nah, if it's one of those books, then just put the synopsis in a fucking page throughout one of the issues in the series. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it's a good idea. Uh, Maestro, Future Imperfect from Marvel Tales, number one. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a big old $8 book. What the fuck? Marvel Spider-Man Black Cat Strikes, number four of five. Oh, it's that one of them game verse books. I was like, what the fuck? I don't. It's because I don't talk about the game verse books. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars number five, two covers to choose from, uh, and uh, Strike Force uh, number nine. Fucking badass, am I right? Uh, Strike Force was actually really cool. I I, I kind of. The only reason I'm not caught up with it is just because there's a lot, but I'm proud to have it in my collection. All right, now let's talk DC books. Some of you have the availability to get these books on Tuesday because that's when DC releases their books because that's they got to be different. But, yeah, yeah fucking A. Here we go. Um, Batman number 96 is coming out. 
Justice League number 50. I bet you that's a big one. Yep, special exercise anniversary issue. I bet you that's a good one. Uh, Strange Adventures number four. Definitely on my pull list. Like I said, I'm going to read it when it's released in its entirety. All 12 issues are out there. Because that's how I read Tom King books now when he does these maxi-series. There's no way I could have fucking done Mr. Miracle month by month. It's just so much going on there. It's so deep. It's a lot to retain. Um, especially when you read as many books as I do in between. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Deceased, Dead Planet, number two. It's an obvious pickup for me. Dark Knight's Death Metal, Legends of the Dark Knight's number one. Fucking totally. I think I ordered three of these. Far Sector, number seven. Uh, Batman, The Adventures Continue, number three. Hell yeah. Got on that one late, but I tracked down a number one. Got number two on the on my pull list in time for the FOCs, so I'm excited to go through. I think it's just going to be a little six-parter, but could be fun. The Dreaming Waking Hours, number one. A new chapter in the Sandman saga begins with an all-new miniseries populated by faces both familiar and new. Righto. And uh, that doesn't. All that does it for this here podcast, guys. Uh, fucking, I hope you've been informed, you've been reminded. I have to remind you as well that if you're looking for a place to get your new books, uh, hop on Hooked on Comics on Tuesdays. If you're one of those people that doesn't have the access or a shop nearby, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and suggest Hooked on Comics, brought to me by NSC Live TV to bring to you, and then I had to check out my sponsors, and now I'm, like, all about fucking Hooked on Comics. You could find me for sure on the Tuesday pre-sale show, when they're selling Tuesdays and Wednesdays books. Um, it's just, it, it's a fucking awesome show. So Tuesdays at 5 Eastern, uh, and then Saturdays at 7 Eastern, they also do another auction show. And then throughout the week, they do binge shows, so Hooked on Comics, man. Find them on NSCLiveTV.com. Find them on the Facebook, Hooked on Comics. And check out Cheers to Comics Facebook page. Join there, and you will be seeing Hooked on Comics shared out as well. So, you slurds, uh, read responsibly. I'm not going to do all my plugs right now because my throat is going dry. I will say Patreon.com, five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> I guess I will say a little bit. Read responsibly, slurs. I love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast.